Oh, snap! On Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, the reunion part one, everyone is chiming in on the Fizz and April situation, even Lejeune is. Right. Black Ink Crew Chicago, Second City Inc. may have some old Nine Mag tendencies. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> boy oh boy, do we got a two-part finale on our hands for oh, Cartel yes. Crew. Yes. Tables might be thrown. Mm-hmm. Well, not really. And we have a Holiday Frost Fight episode of Martha and Snoop's Potluck Party Challenge. Beach 100, the podcast, gotta start right Wait. now. To the VH100 podcast, all things VH1, pop culture, and more. If you haven't subscribed or commented, do it. My name is Easy Manoli. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and we are excited about yet another episode of the very fabulous VH100 podcast. Oh. So if you want to be in, get in on this conversation, make sure you use that hashtag. VH100 podcast and talk that talk with us. Always. What's up, Easy? I'm a, a little tired, but right. that's okay. Just hopped off that flight or whatever. Uh, yeah, so I did have uh, since Santana do a little episode for Wild and Now. Cute. Which cute. is always a good time. I love when we our love VH1 Sin. talent uh, gets gets it on and popping on Wild and Now. Yeah, and you just saw Sin at the at the baby shower. I mean, I, yeah, you saw no, her at the party getting a little. A little I, I saw her a little everywhere. Yeah, at Erica and Safari's baby shower. Mm-hmm. And then we did some press out in LA. We did, did the reel together. So oh, we've been. We've you been, guys have spent a lot of time we together. Spend a, we FaceTime now. Okay. It's a whole situation. So yeah, no, we're having like a good time. It. But yeah, this weekend I kind of like took it easy. I just did like a little Christmas party, but I didn't do anything too, too much because. You didn't drink? I did a little bit and I also ate an edible. But oh, yeah. <laughs> nothing too alarmingly but, crazy because yeah. I was like, let's. Let's just calm down and take it back. But how are you? Oh, you're taking it back for the holidays. Yeah. Back. Well, because, looking back at it and yeah. taking it back. <laughs> like, does everyone else see what's going on? I'm very, right. very sore. Oh, from? From the gym. Oh, okay. Okay. It's hardcore sore. I All can't, right. Like, it's hard, so it's hard just, to sit. It's like as if I have my six hemorrhoids again. I just it's am like, how hard do you work to get yourself that sore with all the dancing that your body is already used to to get your bottom half that sore? Yeah. You must really be going in. So what are you doing? Oh, my God. Well, what I'm telling you, John, is I do 45 minutes on the Stairmaster. Oh, right? I so, stopped getting the, I stopped <laughs> getting them. I stopped getting the DMs, guys. I know. I got to start. So I do send I them. I thought that he was slacking on his pimping, but no, he still no, looks no. good. No, no, no. I do do it but the thing is like when i'm on the stairmaster doing it it's whatever's already suggested i just hit those people oh. so i guess that means you and i don't dm each other oh, but that's your fine phone was like f her yeah, or whatever like, well, her. she's but not engaging there's like a pull-up machine and it's an assisted pull-up machine oh, you, you know took those? the advice of ryan and don i did a so i did the pull-ups and my abs hurt my shoulders hurt vice whatever these are called over here everything hurts and I, then I thought, wait a minute, this assisted thing that helps push up your weight, yeah. this could be a cool thing to push down with your legs. So that's another thing that I pushed down. Oh, like, nice. I brought it up to 115 pounds. And then you got a little resistance going. That's right. All right. I like, like gains that. with I a Z. It. I need to get it. I need to get it, get it, get it, It's get fine. It. Like, You're busy. Yeah. What's going on Thank with you? Thank you. I'm just, you know, you know, working and, you know, doing my thing or whatever, living my best life. <laughs> no, I chipped my tooth a little bit this weekend. I'm so <laughs> sad. I'm so sad uh, because, how? you know, it's time for the holidays. Yeah. And Do you're... you know, I didn't realize apparently sometimes I chew things with my front teeth and... <laughs> 
I was chewing a candy cane and chipped Ooh, my tooth no. a little tiny bit. I didn't even realize. I was like, hmm. Who noticed so who the knew? chipping of the tooth? No, Taz, I, I knew it that? when it happened. I was like, oh, man. So if you're wondering why Lejeune's not smiling recently, that's probably why. It's a teeny tiny chip. And what's oh, so crazy bad. is that basically I chipped this tooth back in the day. And I had a little like ex- <gasps> a, cap? a little cap or extension piece it's put on It's on the it. cap? Right, the cap chip. No. So basically what's so funny is that I've had that same cap for like, 15, 17 years, something crazy like that. And yeah. when I went to the dentist the last time and I got it removed, he was sort of like, wow, you've really had this thing for a long time. But he made it a little longer because my one tooth was a little shorter than the other. So I was feeling like Cardi B. I got fixed my teeth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then now this happened. But the dentist was like, no, you have to be careful because I don't want you to like have had that one for 15 years and then get this one and it breaks. And now yeah. look like... Eight, six months later. Look at her chipped. with a cracked tooth and tell. Yeah. Well, thankfully, your microphone's covering your mouth, so I can't see it. No, it's just little. You probably wouldn't even notice if I didn't say anything, but I know. Oh, now she's coming from my, my 2020 vision. All right, fine. Yeah. So anyways, all right, well, here's to crack teeth on. Whatever. <laughs> crack is whack. <laughs> all right, so let's get into our pop culture pop quiz because yeah. we got some fun things coming your way. Are yeah. you ready for it? I, you know, I'm as ready as I'm going to be at this point. She's like, it is what There's it is. There's only but so much I can do. <laughs> all right, fine. Then question number one. Yeah. Nick Cannon is calling out this rapper to throw down some bars on the Wild and Out stage after a decade-old beef has resurfaced. Eminem? Yes! Oh, I am so proud of you. Thank you even you. like do like a whole thought process. Yeah, because you know I be I, I be knowing, <laughs> you know. So we remember a while ago, Eminem apparently would mention that he dated Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. and then she released a song, "Obsessed." Yes, which I was remember that. About him. Yeah. Then Eminem released a response track to "Obsessed" called "The Warning." Yeah. So in September of this year, Nick appeared on Ti's podcast. They talked about that whole thing and that Nick reached out to Eminem saying it was disrespectful. So it, I guess from this podcast, yeah. Eminem has a phrase in Fat Joe's song called Lord Above where he kind of goes in. And on, on Nick. On Nick. Really? He goes in, huh? Yeah, he kind of says like, but that other dude's whipped. That pussy got him neutered. And then Nick released a diss track called The Invitation, which opens with Suge Knight. Basically inviting Eminem for some type of battle. Wow. So we shall see what goes on. Suge Knight. <laughs> Calling in from behind the bars. Right. He is checking in. All right. All right. Question number two. Lizzo put on a whole show and a half at this blank game when cheerleaders were dancing to her song, Juice. What kind of game? What kind of game? Well, I, it's football season. All right. <gasps> uh, Oh, it was a basketball game. What the heck? <laughs> it's okay. She was at a Lakers game. She was courtside getting her twerk on. How like it's football season. Yeah. So <laughs> cheerleaders were doing her thing, and I liked it because she was wearing kind of this like long shirt that had a big circle on her caboose. Oh, yeah. Like it was intentional. It wasn't uh-huh. like somebody cut it out. Exactly. And she had a nice black thong with fishnets on, and she was just like, bam, bam, bam. Oh, snap. Hit it. All right, so question okay, number three. Caboose. Come on with the caboose. Come on, caboose. <laughs> this rapper unfortunately couldn't make a scheduled performance in his hometown because his jet experienced some technical difficulties, leading him to perform for the audience via FaceTime. But they weren't a baby about it. They loved it. Uh, you were just, you know what? I'm about to um go see visit my dad who lives in the Queen City, surely North Carolina, where I believe the baby is Hello. from. Okay. You are doing really yeah, good. Yeah, I'm on point. <laughs> I'm on point. And she's so humble. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, you had to perform at Power 98's winter black party, and the maintenance issues prevented the jet from taking off. In an Instagram post, he was just like, God damn, you know, I paid extra to have a jet so we can avoid these kind of problems. Wow. But he, they got it together, and they figured it out so he can perform via FaceTime. I hope so. he got all that extra money he paid on that jet back. <laughs> We're not too sure about that. All right. But all right, so that was our Pop Culture Pop Quiz. Good I job. killed it. Thank you. You really did kill it, but I hope that you're going to kill it even more on the Freak you already know. I know. We should do that every week. I love I like it. That. It, it hypes good. me up felt every good. time. It gets the nipples a little hard. Yeah. So we had the part one of Reunion surrounding Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. It was pretty action-packed, locked and loaded. Yes, it was. So lock and load me with your free cap. Wrote a song about it. Want to hit? Yeah, I do. Uh. <laughs> in three. <laughs> she fucked me up on my count. In three, two, one. Free cap. Uh, uh, it's the Hollywood reunion, and you know it's going down. K. Michelle ain't make it, restoring that brown round. Ever said that bunny shit was old to set the record straight. Boy, bye, coming with that fake news all late. Now the mama's popping off. Had to get them off the set. Taco Tuesday reggae. Sander, you know Apple on deck. Fizz and April got some ops. Zell and Paris chiming in. Books say politics as usual to get the bag and win. Mo already got knocked for making the jaw rock, so she walked off the stage before shit got hot. <laughs> Ah, ooh, it got hot. All right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, April and Fizz, this whole situation, we got Paris and Zell like really just chiming in on they a were, number of situations, yeah, I right? Was like, wow, they're so mad at, at April for this. <laughs> so, no wonder she didn't tell anyone. Uh, there you go. That is probably why. So Paris is going hard for April's baby daddy, who, according to April, she's just like, yo, you don't even know him. Right. So why are you going so hard? Right. And sometimes somebody feels that, hey, when something is wrong, I do feel like, you know, because I guess the man doesn't really have somebody defending him, him on that side. So maybe that's why Paris felt that way. But then Zell adds more fuel to the fire because he's just asking Boog, like, what would you do if this situation was playing in your world and April's baby daddy, et cetera, like you were him? Right, and with, he was like, with your brother, uh, with your brother or something like Yeah, and then he was like, well, I would lay some hands. Like, right. I would beat the fuck out of him. And it was but just like, oh, my God. Like, oh, but brother, brother, you could call that your brother? No, it's not the same comparison. Exactly. And there was a lot of thrusting from Zell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's very trustworthy. He was even yeah. very thrusty behind the scenes too when I was there at the oh, reunion. Snap. I was just like, because he had the whole body out. Yeah, He's like, yeah, here yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah. But so yeah, Sean Fizz still delivered. Fizz is saying that it is a different situation right. because the dynamic of the relationship. He's actually friends with Bug and not with April's baby daddy. Or so he was friends with Bug. Oh, dot dot dot. To be continued on that, but he Fizz is saying he totally gets it, but. He does not care because he is living his truth and he is actually tight with Boog, et cetera, and all that fun stuff. That's good. So to me, when he was like, I'm living my truth, it almost like it feels like a coming out moment, oddly. Right. I don't know why. Not that I'm saying that he's coming out of the closet, but I it hit it resonated with me because I was just like, oh, my God, that's how I felt when I came out of the closet a little bit. Right. And but also now you're living he's this like, double life. Yeah, and... he's like, I don't have to lie. I don't have to play this game. I can be honest with the people that I love. And it feels good to share my love. Yeah. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing. It is a very beautiful thing. And, you know, honestly, I, I, I don't know. I don't know all the story. I don't know everything behind the scenes. But at yeah, the there's end a of lot. The day, you know, I just hope that everything works out for everyone and that everyone's, everyone's happy. just happy. 
yeah. we shall see. I mean, clearly they're not a part of the 2020 Millennium Tour, but yeah, that's no, that okay. That got shut down. That, that got, got shut down. That got shut down, and that's all right. But so Book is saying, like, it is unfortunate that April had a whole relationship with her baby daddy before getting together with yeah. Fizz. Then she kind of threatens that she knows some things. Yeah. Where I, band members were having relations with other family members. Right. I'm, I'm like, I'm just like, put it all on the table. So we will see what happens in the next part of the reunion. So then. Right. And Kendall, Kendall in, in, was in like stirring little, up the pot, talking about, yeah, you know, he said y'all was close friends. And yeah, I know. Like, I didn't even recognize that, but okay. Yeah, he's like, highlight those words. Hello, right. hello. Semantics, baby. <laughs> so then Zell then pokes the bear with Moniz. She asking looked good. How she did. She looked amazing yeah and her and booby was looking real nice across the way i was like they look cute they look yeah. cute they should put them next to each other okay sorry <laughs> that's fine <laughs> so zell pucks the bear with moniz asking how she thinks about the what she thinks about the whole fizz and april situation mm-hmm. she's insisting that she does not care but the couple thinks otherwise right and she's just overall feeling like I'm just not going to show up anywhere because anytime I go somewhere, I don't know what I'm walking into. Right. She's bringing up how she's been to jail for breaking a bitch's sternum and cheekbones. She storms off the stage and I'm just all like. And what's exactly is the sternum? It's right here. The, I think it's a part that connects your rib cage, like right near your heart. Oh. That hurt. That, 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 the, oh. the thing that you push down on CPR. Oh. I was going to say CPS. Really? <laughs> yeah. So. And you know she might be a tiny little thing, but I, here she clearly broke someone's sternum. Right. And she stormed off that stage. But speaking of storming out, yeah, <laughs> Lyrica stormed out the house and moved into some new digs. A one has no idea where she's at. Yeah. And the whole rumor of Lyrica facetiming another guy. So at, at on the jump, I thought this story sounded a little odd because Mister Ray was like. Oh, I heard, and then he was like, but then I saw, and right. I was like, what What exactly right. happened? Did so you he, hear or did you see? So he admits that uh, he was not at this photo shoot where Lyrica allegedly FaceTimed some dude. Mm, but, but people saw it, and he heard it from word of mouth. So again, it's just like, yeah, you might be hearing it, but again, you just got to say, hey, I physically was not there. Right. So... You need to say that. There was that. But I was super sad, because in the Love & Hip Hop Hollywood finale... We saw that Pam and both Lyricas were toasting to new beginnings, yeah, and it so seemed like we were all kumbaya. The dialogue was 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 good. It was great. The conversation was wonderful. But then at the reunion, we're at odds again because, you know, A1 is there, and they're all just going for it because Lyrica G feels A1's apologies don't seem remorseful whatsoever. Right. And he's like, well, it's not owed to you, so what's the big deal? So... Lyrica G's just like, all right, fine. I'm not going to chime in anymore. I'll try to stay out of this. But then when A1 makes the comment saying he's trying to talk to Lyrica through code. Right. On the DL. She's like, no, because I know the truth. Yeah. She pops off and she's claiming that I guess A1 has come to her crying about their marriage. And she has actually talked to Lyrica about giving him more chances. So then... You could tell she was like trying to come from a place of like, hey, I yeah, know some don't shit. try to make me the bad guy because yes. I've been there, and don't try to make it seem like I'm the one that's tearing your marriage apart when I've been a, a, a support. Uh, yeah, a sh- I'm trying to be there and get I've been y'all an together. Open ear, a shoulder to lean on. Well, I guess he got triggered because when he said, "Didn't you say you were gonna shut the fuck up?" I'm talking to my motherfucking wife. And now that was when you don't now. <laughs> I was all, whoa, wow. If somebody said that to my mom, I. Well, their situation already is very, a lot of layers to it. But I was just like, whoa, yeah, you just can't, like, have that kind of tone with my mom. Yeah, I think, 
honestly, <laughs> like, I would like to imagine that I'm calm, cool, and collected. Yeah. And then I don't want like, pop off like we see a lot of times in a lot of situations. But I might black out if someone said that to yeah. my mom in front of me. Because, like, I can really be cool about myself. But when it comes to myself and my family, like, if you said that to my mom or to my sisters, I'm not sure what would happen Yeah, next. I don't, I wouldn't know It wouldn't be either. nice, so... Talk, talk to my mom Lyrica, nice. Yeah, Lyrica tried to keep it calm, cool, and was just like, Mom, stop. But then Pam pops off now, and she feels everyone is jealous of her in A1. She walks out in and this little hallway. Like, I just don't get it. She just feels everyone's jealous. And Well, that's Because they're just coming for them. But, I, I, yeah, I don't really know the logic behind that, but I do like when right. she's trying to walk through the hallway, and then Ray J's just like, whoop. Yeah. Because that's a tight-ass hallway. I've been... It is very short. You've been there too. Yeah. That little tiny hallway. Mm-hmm. So then, speaking of Ray J, there's another business venture potentially in the in the coming in the works with big big belly boy T-shirts. Hey, big J, belly. J Boog is like, I'm down. Zell was co-signing. Everybody was down for it. And we do touch on the princess and Ray J of it all. Yes. Because she's just saying like, as long as Ray is being honest and doing what he needs to do, transparency. He can work as much as he pleases. If I wake up at 3 a.m. with no Ray next to my bed, I better find a Ray text message on my phone Come on. saying where you are at. So right. maybe details, this is details. what happened in at that whole location, Vegas ETA. situation. Right. Because, you know, that recently has happened. So we don't know what exactly happened there. So maybe that is one of the things. Right. But what we do know is that maybe the communication wasn't flowing as smoothly as everyone involved would have liked it to be. Exactly. But now we're in a good place. Hopefully we are in a good place. And then we also find out about the dog napper. He is the one who actually turned in Bugatti to collect the money. So the guy that kidnapped their dog was the guy that also turned in the dog, which, I mean, I kind of called that. I felt that coming because people are shady nowadays he's like a pro at this he knew what to do he knew how to cover his tracks a little bit he was like yeah i don't know yeah i mean uh, clearly not that much of a pro if he got caught (laughs) right but everyone was skeptical when we went when they when she went you know Uh and they were like i don't know if it's the guy we're gonna look into it i mean they they did it and it's a wrap and he got busted busted dog nappers don't try this at home folks hello and then apple watts really did make me laugh in this Reunion. I loved her fit, though. She was so cute. Yeah, right. So cute. But my favorite part is uh, when she's saying that she's stepping away from all the fighting. She doesn't give a fuck what a bitch does with her pussy because she's worried about her own pussy. Pussy, you good? Right. Hell yeah. I talk pussy to my own. good. I always talk to my own crotch as well. Right. Just making sure that we're right, that we're right and tight down there. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> all right, so that was part one of the reunion. I'm very excited for part two because it looks like a lot is going to go down. Oh, it looked good. It looked real good. So over to Cartel Crew, we had a two-part finale on our hands where we saw yes. that Marie launches her lipstick line. Go, girl. She had a whole photo shoot for it. Mm-hmm. And originally, Stephanie was not invited because of the whole situation that went down in San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole... It was very interesting to me that when Stephanie found out about it. She felt some type of way. She was just like, I don't understand why I am not invited. Right. And you're just like, well, you kind of put your hands on the woman's throat. Right. And she's like, well, you told me to suck your dick. And it's just like, well, it it was hard because she was already so angry about the whole Betty thing. Yeah. And then, you know, when you come at Marie saying, like, you should have announced that you're coming in the house, I could have gotten a sneak attack, that whole that whole thing. We're right. not going to recap it again. Right. But but it was interesting how she did say that Marie's always trying to fight her every three minutes or whatever. But it was like she you literally 
clapped at her. Yeah, you clapped at her. But it is good that, you know, they did settle their differences because Marie does say, like, listen, I love you, okay? We have a friendship here, but... We're family. This is some fucked up shit, but now you are invited to my photo shoot, and that was adorable, and her and Betty, meaning Steph and Betty, got it together. They did the group shot. Everyone had nice red lips. Yes, they did. They were popping. You never wear red lipstick. No, I do every now and then, and when I do, it looks really good on me. Oh, oh. <laughs> she's so mm-hmm. humble. That's why I can't wear it that much because it gets too much attention. And everybody's like, "Oh, look at your red lip," and I'm like, "Oh, bye." <laughs> <laughs> and then also we see that Mike puts. <laughs> I know, I was like, "That's an, I'm not gassing her up anymore. <laughs> I'm over her." I'm like, "This is Marie's moment, okay?" Because Mike no, put no. a Griselda ring on Marie, it. Marie, you gonna send me the red? <laughs> look, I, look, she's still talking about herself. I'm talking about Marie's whole engagement. No, she is <laughs> winning. Girl, yeah. congrats to you and everything with the launch, the photo shoot, the engagement. That was beautiful. So I actually, beautiful. That whole scene actually teared up a little bit. Me too. And I text, you know I did. I texted her. I was like, oh my God, I finally just saw your engagement scene. She's like, wait, really? You cried? And I said, yes. Yeah. It brought tears to my eyes because there's just such a deep love there. There's such a deep love the, there. Such a sweet story. Her reaction was priceless. I just loved it. Because, yeah, in the beginning, she's like, bro, don't make me cry. Like, it's all right. What are we going to order? Oh, let's order the same thing. Though. Is that a ring? Right. <laughs> I love that whole thing. It made me laugh. And then Stephanie does finally admit, though, that because of her singing career and her dating life and how it's so unstable, that's yeah. probably why she's, she's been lashing it. out. She had to talk to Miss B. Yes. I need I to know. call Miss B. We all need to call Miss B. Miss B. Because <laughs> she's just like, let's get it right inside here, right. Miss. Okay. First because of all. all that negative energy right. is coming from that part of your life and you shouldn't let it spill into Don't your friendships it. because then everything around you is going to be negative. Right. And it's just not a fun thing. So. I'm Thank happy you, that Ms. she did. B. Yeah, I'm happy that she did finally kind of realize that because I was feeling a little bad for her because when you are in that negative headspace and everything you are becoming an outsider because you're lashing out on everyone. It's true, and when you're in a negative space, you're going to interpret things in a negative way and create yeah. situations that weren't even situations just because to begin of with. your negative outlook. Um, so it's rough. Yeah, and it seems like she is contemplating about moving on from Young Money because I know that was the whole thing for young her too. Young Money. Because she said that she made herself believe it could not happen, her singing career, if it wasn't with Young Money. Yeah. And if she steps away, she I got... mean, well, it's such a huge it's such it a is. huge opportunity. I could understand how she may have done that. Yep. And also just sometimes you just hold on to the idea of not wanting to look like you were wrong. And yeah. wanting to show people, see, told see, you. Yep. And it's you know, an ego thing. It's an ego thing. Yeah, because you're like, shit, I do got it on and pop in. But there's just a lot of shit that happens that people don't know and won't know. Right. Especially when there's rumors and you don't want to look like Wayne, you know, used you and then threw you to the side, you know, because of those rumors that she dealt with yeah. about sleeping with Wayne. So it was a lot, so many factors there that she had to deal with. And I understand how it can be hard to let go. And then I also, like, when she was talking about, you know, letting go of something she's had for so long and not knowing how to do that. Yeah, it, it's true. I, I felt that. No, me and too, even regarding a, a different situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yep, sometimes, yes, girl. It's hard to let go. Sometimes you just gotta let go. <laughs> it's pro- yeah. It would probably be the best thing for us so she could move on and, you know, do things Indeed. here and Find there. Find peace. And then Magic is trying to figure out the best way to tell his son, That's who's rough. nine years old, that he's been 
to jail. Wow, that's so real what they said about like the age of a good guy and bad guy. Yeah, yes. And right? De Niro making the jail, that. putting the bad guy in the jail. Yeah, I know. He's like, wait, you got to give the bad guy a second chance. Yeah, so then, yeah. that's why you're just like, oh, shit. When you see that happening, you're just like, okay, how are they going to take this kind of news? Right, because, they think I'm a bad guy. Yeah, they're going to associate Say like, oh, my dad the bad guy. Right, and then if they don't think that you're a bad guy now, do they think that being a bad guy is good? So there's so many, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I don't, wouldn't know how to break or that. How do you how do you explain, you know, that people, good guys, make mistakes and it's not cool to be to do bad things, but just doing bad things doesn't make you bad. It's just a lot. It's yeah. layers, but I feel like they're right. It has to come from you and not the internet. Oh, 100%. And that's what sucks about so you really nowadays. you like the bad guy. you like the bad guy and the liar. Yeah. <laughs> because back in the day, all right, yeah. not trying to age ourselves, but- we I know. We wouldn't have found these kind of things out, but that is something to think about because as these kids, yes, he might be nine years old, but with these damn smartphones and everything just so accessible, right. he could find things out very, yeah, very quickly. Yeah, Taj will so. ask Siri anything. <gasps> no. Yeah. <laughs> you ask Siri real quick. <laughs> He's like, Mama, I don't trust you. Siri. Oh, I don't want my Siri to go off. Never mind. Forget that. Exactly. <laughs> She's going to be like, yes. She'll be listening. I'm How like, could I help you? Miss. You've helped enough already, thanks. And then, of course, Nicole is officially retired from the nightlife scene, and she throws herself a party. Right. And then we also find out that she might be pregnant. Come on, cliffhanger. Don't hit me with that cliffhanger. Come on, cliffhanger. I love it. I was like, ding, looks over, boom, show's done. Finale's over. We don't know what's going to go down. But we do know that things are over with Tori, so if he is the baby daddy, that's going to be a whole interesting scenario and in how she's going to yeah. figure that out. And so obviously he's a no-show for the party that she throws for herself, and her good gal Allie, unfortunately, straight up says, I'm not coming because we all remember what happened to Allie at Betty's event. Yeah. And she's just like... Popped off. And I do... Here's the thing. I did like their interaction between Nicole and Allie because we've seen this in the show that when they say, hey, I'm inviting this person, they're like, where's oh, your loyalty? Right, right. They're like, you're not my friend. And it's, it seems like Allie and are you, does are you have an understanding. Are you saying Stephanie? I don't know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where's your loyalty? Yeah, because with Kat. Like, so, it's yeah. just funny to me that you would talk to another human being. Yes. I'm not feeling right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she said that to Yvette. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Like, I, like, where's the really loyalty? sweet, too. Yvette's like, just don't be mad at me. Yeah, like, so I do like that Allie and Nicole do have that understanding. Because Allie's maturity, like, I get it. That maturity. Yeah, she's like, I get it. You are friends with them and da 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 I so, really respect that. But I guess it is good that Allie did not show up because we all saw what happened. Right. At this party. Allie knew. Holy schma geggies. So Stephanie is trying to say, like, listen, I'm not going to go up to these girls because everyone always says that I'm the one that starts the shit. Da, 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 da. Yeah, every time. And I know we already talked about how she did show up at the photo shoot. But at Nicole's event is when she finds out about the photo shoot and that she's initially not involved. Yeah. So now she's like, you know what? I'm going up to Marie and boom. Hi. Can we talk? So she gets Look her chat on. A attitude. She had a whole bunch of attitude. And then I love that little dress with her little booty cheek out. Right. I was like, oh, shit, this is a party. Come on, Miami. So in her conversation with Marie, they're going back and forth. And you could tell Betty had had a couple drinks. Yes. And obviously Betty's name was going to come up because that's where Marie and Stephanie's fight, you know, stemmed from. Mm-hmm. So I hope that Betty realizes, like, oh, she wasn't talking shit on me. She was just saying, like, 
oh, you know, I had this thing with right. Betty, and then you got involved, and da, 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 like she wasn't talking shit on Betty. So that's where. Ugh. I just want to know how Marie is going to be next season when Stephanie sees that scene when she said that Stephanie's probably jealous because Betty did a song with Wayne and she I, did it. I saw that. But here's the, the thing. ultimate shade. Another thing is. Is Marie and Stephanie were kind of at odds too, and you know they were yeah, like, "Yeah, I know, I know." It was they weren't thing. in a good place, but she took that low blow, and this is the point that Stephanie's making. Yeah, this is not really my friend. Like, if you're really my friend, you're gonna love me. You're gonna have not, my back, right? Exactly. Like sometimes I'm at odds with my friends, but there's certain there's just certain things that I wouldn't say. But here's another thing, though. Do right. you remember at Betty's event? when Stephanie brought Yvette and she was telling Yvette like oh who everybody was and she pointed out Marie Stephanie and said oh that's the Marilyn Monroe wannabe uh uh-uh. so I'm just gonna lay that out there Bajun <laughs> tit for tat that's right. what that's called ooh okay so, thank you so anyways, thank you for <laughs> putting me right in my little old place so <laughs> where I belong I'm just saying you know everybody's saying a little some shit here okay. and there yeah and anyway so back to the whole Marie and Stephanie of it all Betty does get involved she's like why are you saying my name things pop off Betty's trying to pick up a table, but right. I guess she doesn't realize how heavy it is. She's climbing all over furniture. Her dress is hiking up. Security's like, what the fuck? Right. Nicole pops way the fuck off. Yeah. And I've never heard Nicole scream before. No, she was just minding her business, pop smacking that little booty. Yeah. Comes back out and literally Mariah Carey pitch level screaming. I was just right. like, is this her yelling voice? Right. I was... I felt bad because I could tell she was upset, but I kind of did laugh a little bit because I did not expect her yelling voice to, to be that like, high pitch. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this is just so cute. Because she's like, are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Right. I was just like, oh, damn. Right. Okay. But, you know, everybody does kind of apologize to Nicole afterwards. Yeah. Just like, hey, I'm sorry. To we that. didn't take your nightlife retirement. Yeah, That's Betty serious. apologizes so hardcore. Stephanie doesn't apologize just yet because they're at the photo shoot and she's trying to say, like, I'm not trying to hatch these things out at people's events anymore. Which probably wasn't the best idea. It was like, if you don't want to hatch at the photo shoot, call her in advance. Say, hey, I'm going to be at the photo shoot. I don't want it to be tricky. I love you. I'm sorry. Which I guess she doesn't do because Marie brought that up. She's just like, listen, the reason why I didn't invite you to my photo shoot is because following San Diego, you never reached out to me. And this is the first time I'm seeing you right. is at Nicole's event now. So, yeah, we were not on cool terms. So, you, I don't know, one would imagine you may have learned from that situation and got ahead of it. But whatever. But, here, you know, Teach life yourself. is all about lessons. That's right. Lessons. Here we go. So, all right. That was our two-part finale of Cartel Crew. It was, it was popping. It we was will popping. miss we that gonna show. We're going to miss y'all. And we're going to see what happens. So next season. Bo-bam. So before we get into Black Ink Crew Chicago and Martha and Snoop's potluck party challenge, Lejeune, what is the hashtag? The (laughs) hashtag, if you want to get up in this conversation, is VH100 Podcast. Good job. So we did have a new episode of Black Ink Crew Chicago this week. Four is trying to babysit his nephews. But then Ashton ends up getting toothpaste in DJ's eye. That was real, you know. You that was be so specific. cute. You guys be specific. He said, do what he's doing. He's like, okay, let me stick this toothbrush in his face. Yeah, he's like, no, but bam. No, but to yourself. And, then and in for- your mouth. And then we forgot to mention last week, uh, shout out to Four, because the theme song of yes. this season is Chi-Town. It's good. From 2017. So good job, Love Four. It. it sounds so good. It's so natural and organic. It just right feels good. It's very yeah. holistic. Living for the moment right now. You know? <laughs> I'm very, very, very into it. And then 
over to Ryan. So Rachel checks in on Ryan after she finds out he's been living at the shop and learns he's hoping to come back home. This is very interesting. Right? It was this was a, a good this was a deep scene. Yeah. And she just feels that he's been fronting on their whole relationship and now he's finally waking up, but she's just like, guess what, homeboy? It's it's a little too late. I felt her on that. I was like, okay, girl. She, right? She is she insisting like, Don't you try find to- another place. Right. She's like, bruh, you got the money. Stop playing. Don't try to like act like this is about me. Is yeah. Well, no, I think he was just like, to me, how it came off as of, I'm not signing a lease for a year in hopes that I'm coming back to live with you. Dude, I, you got to sign what, that lease. Like, you, I think I, that's why he didn't look for a new place is because he was hoping that Rachel would be like, hey, you can come back home. Exactly. And then you get screwed I know, over and you're like, exactly, shit. That's exactly how I, how I interpreted it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I felt him. I was like, I get it, because, you know, and, in the interim, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe she's and, gonna come around. And I felt her. It's and like, she was like, uh, no, I'm, I'm good on that. Yeah, because when she straight up says, I insist that you find another place, and he's just like, okay, now I know where we stand, and there we are. And then I like when he was working out with Mason. Uh, he was just like, you oh, know, talk, talking to him about puberty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan mentions that he is looking for his own digs, and Mason just wants a pool. And his, his own, own bedroom, room. which makes sense. Yeah, the pool. All right, that's a little a little hard to find in these right. Parts. But hey, a closed mouth won't get fed. Put it out there, baby boy. <laughs> what's a what's a thing called? Squeaky wheel gets the grease. That's right. Hello. <laughs> and then Charmaine and Neek's mom kind of go at it. In last week's episode, we know that Neek's mom was pretty disappointed that they went to City Hall to get married. Yeah. Legit said, "I will be unhappy every time I see you." Yeah, she's <laughs> like, "You have to go to a church, and that's when you're married." Exactly. Yeah. Then when she finds out that they're pregnant, she's like, no. She's like, I want everything done right. I want the white wedding dress, blah, 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 blah. And Charmaine's trying to gain her respect by throwing together a home cooked Haitian meal that she learned off of the internet. But then when she kind of serves it on a paper plate, she's just like, listen, I didn't feel like washing dishes. It's like, girl, girl. But the reviews are in. Mama Nique did not like the food. She's like, it was salty and dry. This is dry and salty. I need water. I need water. She like literally needed water ASAP, which made me die Die. a little bit. (laughs) And then after a day of work, Charmaine is just like, listen, I'm trying to lay down the law with you. This is what's going on. And her mother-in-law is saying like, I'm not trying to offend you. But then at the same time, almost same breath, same sentence saying, I just want to make sure my grandchild is in good hands. Right. And I'm scared how you're going to raise them. Right. So, bottom line, she does apologize and says that she does love Charmaine and she's not trying to raise the baby on her own, etc. And I think it could be like a cultural difference because this has happened in my kind of family yeah. life is that coming from the islands of Greece, they could be a little aggressive. Yeah. And they don't know the, and realize what their tone is or how they are coming off because me. I, I don't know about Neek's mom, but in my world, like, English is not their first language. Yes, yes. So they're trying to, like, translate in their head, like, how would I say this in English from Greek? And then they say the words, but they don't realize, like, how aggressive the words are. Yes, yes, yes. So it's probably a cultural difference. But it seems like they got it together, and it's fine. It does. Yeah, I'm glad that they were able to work that out, because I didn't know how things were going to end. You and me both. And then over to Second City, Inc., which has about 50,000 followers they now. Come on growing, with the glow up. growing. <laughs> We get a closer look at the artist, Jess, who's obviously the managing partner. She goes out venturing in Chicago with Fly, Tatted, and Prince. 
And we learn that Fly actually has nine brothers and sisters, and he's the oldest, and unfortunately lost one of his brothers, KJ, to gun violence. Tragic. And so it was sad. just seeing Jess trying to process that. Right. Because she's just like, you know, London, this is not the world that I live in. Right. She was like, this is whatsoever. Not and they're just like, know? hey, you know, this is a, a norm for us over here. And then the other artists that we meet are Plug, Drea, and Zach. And Drea and Zach are definitely clearly getting their flirt on. Yeah. But I'm trying to I'm trying to figure this out though, because we remember from last week's premiere, mm-hmm. Drea was kind of alluding to the fact that she was playing Zach because she was like, oh, you know, I'll use my flirty ways to get one of his clients because they tattooed two people at the same time. Oh, yeah. And originally both of them were Zach's clients. So she was just trying to be like, oh, I'm getting my flirt on just to get money. But then when they go on their first date, there's the booty grab and the first kiss. And yeah, she was all into him. She was going. Yeah, she was definitely yeah. into him. And he's just like, you know, I, I, just a I don't want you to get jealous if I'm bringing girls to the shop. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But then surprise, the twist. Turned, yeah. He, yeah, the tables have turned because he ends up getting a little jealous at Jesse. A little. <laughs> I try I try to soften the blow. Yeah. He gets pretty jealous, okay? At Jess's pajama party, Zach picks up a dare to have somebody lick whipped cream off of him. Of course, he picks Drea and they end up kissing in front of everyone. So the cat's out of the bag. Right. Cause Originally, they're like, hey, we want to keep this relationship on the DL. Right. And we remember Tati from Black and Crew New York, her situation, too. They're like, yo, DL this. Right. We don't want to do this. She knew what she was talking about. She sure did. So the group teaches Jess how to twerk. Charmaine thinks it's like a spiritual dance from Africa. Which, it makes sense. <laughs> which made me laugh, too. I just love Charmaine because just some of the things that she comes up with, I'm like, where is this coming from? Right. And uh, while everyone is getting their twerk on, Fly is giving Drea a little spank on the booty. And Zach does not take too kind to that and lets it be known. And then Fly calls him out. He's just like, you know, you're acting a little out of character right. here over a female that is not yours. They talk about catching and throwing the fade. It gets very, very tense. It is what it is. Right. Meet me outside. Me- yeah. <laughs> like, oh. boom. Oh. <laughs> so next week's episode, Fly and Zach are about to throw down at the shop. Seems like things don't really get settled from right. the party. Should have just went outside. They should have handled it right then and there. Drea and Zach chat about what went down at Jess's pajama party, where Jess is now saying one of them has to leave because Jess is very cu- clear and cut. Like there are no intermarital things going on within the shop, y'all. And basically, they just have to like shit or get off the pot. She's like, I don't want that smoke. Yeah, and then over to Don and what Ashley. What do you think about that? The, about what? We'll talk about it next week. We'll oh, okay, fine. No problem. Thank you. Ooh, she tried to derail me, but then put me right back I on know, that I'm rail. I know, I'm sorry. I had to check myself before I wrecked myself. <laughs> I appreciate that. So then Ashley doesn't feel comfortable if Don says that a female isn't cute. And then Miss Kitty pops in complimenting Ryan's hair and then him overall. So this is going to be very intriguing because we, yeah, we remember coming up of Blocking New York. Like, so what's cute, my hair or me? She's like both. Hello. So I'm very intrigued to see how this is all going to play out because, you know, in New York she was insisting that nothing was going on, but now she's getting her flirtation on. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. So over to Martha and Snoop's potluck party challenge. We had a holiday frost fight. It was hot. It was so hot because so we had hot. Paris Hilton, hey guys, on <laughs> Team Snoop and then Tank on Team Martha, which yes. I was telling you on the side, 
I never realized how attracted I was to Tank. Um, tra- uh, Tank is very attractive. He's I was all like, man, how was talented, I sleeping on sexy this? Sexy man, yeah. And he let it be. No! He let it be. He The man oh, got Martha shirtless for us. Yeah. He let us decorate him. And Martha, him. he and Martha had quite the chemistry on She did. Set. And she also used to have chemistry with uh, Rick Ross, too, when he appeared. Yes, indeed, uh, indeed. I like when she does that. I'm like, oh, Martha. Right. Like, what's happening Throw it here? down, Miss Thing. And then we had a special judge, Haha Davis. And I do love that Tank was teaching everybody how to ride the pony. Right. Because he sang back up on the song, and I love seeing Martha do the the little move. The little move was something um, that I never thought I'd see Martha do. So, I know. Yeah, That's why I like that show, because you, you throw her for a loop once in a while. You're like, We okay. see her out of her comfort zone, or at least what one would imagine, imagine is her is comfort, her comfort zone. zone. But little do you know, she's like, yeah, I do this all the time, You y'all. think you know, but you have no idea about Miss Martha. Yeah. <laughs> so then shout out to Martha and Tank because they took home the party platter. Yes, they Congratulations. did. Congratulations. Right. So, June, that brings our podcast to a close. What's today's show dedicated to? Ah, oh, today's show. You know, I, I, I normally like to keep it real light, but, you know, we had a really special moment in this episode. So yeah. I, I think that I would like to dedicate... This episode to drum row, please. Sure. The table that Betty. Oh my God. The table that Betty picked up in Cartel Crew. Tried to throw, but couldn't. She literally just like picked it up, knocked off every damn glass. Trying to mess up Nicole's party. And you notice the serious to her getting out of the nightlife. I know. Crazy. <laughs> so you literally picked it up and put it back down. All right, so that's a good dedication. She was I like, like oh, this is heavier than I thought. She's like, and it's down. Right. So that's a wrap on episode 36 of VH100. Please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember, spread the word. Yes. And Lejeune, what should the people follow? You need to make sure that you follow at VH1, at Love and Hip Hop, at Black Ink Take your crew, time, girl. Anytime. At <laughs> Cartel Crew, <laughs> all of those pages, plus Easy. Yeah. Go ahead, at, tell them Easy. <laughs> at Easy, M A N O L I. And I'm proper at I M L A June, like the month. Boom, boom. So make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Yay. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.